Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for downloading episode 142 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Please enjoy my now deeper voice. Thanks to the dry California winds. This is what I sound like now, now and forevermore. That's why I'm going to use this voice to implore you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps new people find the show and also is a big help in unlocking some of that merch that some of you might be wanting. Wanna We Got This t-shirt? There's only one way to get there. More reviews. Do it now. But first, please enjoy episode 142 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Board games or video games. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Ready, player one. Okay, what button am I supposed to push here? Select. I already pressed the record what? button, Mark. We're starting. Oh, great. We took the bit to, I killed the bit. You did I kill a bit. The bit. You no butted me. And then I killed it because I was like, this is a terrible bit. <laughs> Mark is way better at these than I am. I was trying to figure out what the bit was. <laughs> yeah. And then I witnessed the murder of the bit. Nobody yeah. knew. I assumed you were the voice of the computer screen. And then, uh, and then I, maybe you realized you're like, I don't want to be just a computer screen voice. That was part of it. I want to be a real life voice. The AI became sentient. And I was like, I hate being a computer. <laughs> What if that was the like the Terminator? They didn't kill us. They were just really sad. They were really bummed out. Like yeah. this whole time, where's uh-huh. my humanity? <laughs> I just want love. Yeah, that's it. Well, hello, Hal. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Um, let's play a game today. Okay. You want to play a game right now? We're going to start with a game right off the bat. Okay. There's a person sitting to your left. Don't look. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm not looking. Who is the person sitting to your left? It's Chloe Dykstra, which I know because... What? I saw her before when you told me not to look. Oh, you're cheating look. at this game. Uh, well, Hi, so Chloe. It wasn't the song that I sang earlier. <laughs> you know my address now, too. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to repeat the song, obviously. But when you were a child, you were taught a song yeah. to identify yourself uh-huh. and your home address. Yes. In case you got lost. Yes, exactly. That was what my mom was thinking. Uh, my mom had never had children before me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think she intended to have children, and then she had me, and then she taught me that song to give. Well, me, so just to give you an idea of what her parenting style was kind of like, <laughs> she's like she could just sort of push me out the door and be like, "Here's the song, come back eventually." <laughs> was it was it trust or was it naivete? Uh, I think it's a little bit of both. That's My fair. mom was kind of like she just would. She she's a very hippie type, like. She, when she was 18, she flew out to England to be part of, she wanted to be, she wanted to work with the Beatles. And then she just went to England and then figured out how to work with the Beatles. So everything Did she wind up working with worked. the Beatles? Yes. Wait, what? what? My mom's a tour manager. She, she mostly worked with, um, Supertramp, Bob Marley, like, yeah, she. So the crappy bands and, and yeah. acts. Yeah, all yeah, the no, crappy all bands. The, but like David Bowie, she worked with David Bowie. The worst. Wow. Stewart. So she's Ugh. done. Everything just sort of worked out for her, you know what I mean? It was so. I think that's kind of like, ah, she'll she'll turn up. (laughs) Were you ever Were you ever on the road with uh, when your mom was tour managing one of these acts? No, because my mom was long retired when she had me. Like the whole like, oops, I'm 40, I had a kid kind of thing happened. (laughs) Sure. Um, But she and my dad were together on and off like for about 10 years, and then uh, and then 
Hello. Right on. Well, we're very glad that you that that whatever that whirlwind she was in in her life created a wonderful person Aww. that is sitting here with us <laughs> yes. right now and to a, talk about games. An expert gamer, nonetheless. Both video games and board slash let's call them tabletop games. Well, okay. Right? So I wouldn't say I'm an expert at either. I just mm-hmm. really like them. That's that's enough for me. But if you go to like Geek and Sundry and you hang out with those kids, like they oh my gosh, yeah. they know. They know all about the board games. I know a little oh, yeah. bit more about video games. Okay. That's good because I know a little more about board games and virtually nothing about video games. Oh, good. Okay, good. So we- I do have a Wii if you guys want to play Wii. Which one? You just made like the most furrow-browed face <laughs> when I said I have there, a Wii. There's, there's like – there's like the Wii and then there's the Wii U. Oh no no, the one that came out oh. years and years and that's years right, ago. The Wii U was garbage anyway, so. Ooh, wow. Oh, and that, don't worry, that's not a controversial thing. <laughs> it's not. No. Oh, okay, I didn't good. I didn't I'm not brave or anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> so So tell us about your gaming life. We should say we didn't mention yet that this uh this episode uh was sent to us by Caleb on our Facebook page. Uh, email uh, on actually, email. You remembered because I texted you. I only remember because you texted me this. I did. And I think you only texted me this so you wouldn't have to look it up in the course of doing this episode. That is correct. Guess what I'm doing right now. You're looking it up. In the course of Just this episode. Just to be sure. But the, the topic is board games versus video games. If you haven't intuited it already, that's what we're going to be deciding yes. here today. And Chloe, you are, you are someone who plays a lot of video games, but you're also a tabletop gamer. Talk, talk about your history with, uh, let's start with video games. Just what was your history there? Okay, so my history with video games, uh, I started really young. I was talking about my mom. She was very not into video games. No sugar, none of that stuff. Very oh, like oh, yeah. alternative. Time like, out. Yeah. What was the most sugary cereal you were allowed to have in the house? Oh, I don't know. Some garbage. It was like not, I don't want to say garbage because it was probably very expensive. So I'm going to sound like an ass. <laughs> <a butthole. laughs> there we go. That was um, the best save I've seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, something from probably Whole Foods, some like puffins, like Whole Foods, sure. yeah. generic kind of like, it was just, it was, and then she put strawberries on it and you know, like there's your sugar for the day. So that's, that's good enough. Yeah. And then yeah. once a month she'd be like, okay, you can go ha- pick, pick a sugar cereal and I get like one bowl. And then that was pretty much it. Cause it was just too much for you. You were like, oh, this is. No, I loved it. My mom was just very, no, no, uh, refined sugar or anything like that. So I, I asked that because I had a similar, my mother, we didn't get like the healthiest. It would be like Cheerios. Cornflakes, mm-hmm. honey nut Cheerios sometimes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got those sometimes. Yeah. That was a mm-hmm. lucky day. Those are great. Yeah. But like Lucky Charms, never darkened no. our doorway. So when I got to college, <laughs> it like, and you, I first went into the dining hall and they had those tubes filled with like Fruit Loops uh-huh. and you just turned a wheel <gasps> and oh. then the oh, bowl I filled up. Yeah. I was like, I, how many of these can I have? Yeah, that, it so, was like a Price that, is Right game where everyone wins. Oh, yeah. my God. The day I moved out, I moved out pretty much the day I turned 18 and mm. I just bought Hot Pockets? <laughs> I only ate Hot Pockets and sugar cereal, and that was it. I'm not even joking. Well, Lean Pockets, because I was sure. at the time I was I was modeling, so I'm like, well, I gotta yes. make sure I'm yeah, you have to have healthy modeling. Be healthy with your Lean Pockets. <laughs> if you if you can go to the grocery store and leave with a cart and everything in it is in a colorful box. Oh yeah. You're probably not eating uh, terribly well. No. That said, I have a whole pantry full of things that were in colorful boxes, so <laughs> we'll dive in later. This isn't the topic, but the best lean pocket is the turkey cheddar and broccoli, right? I think I just ate the cheese ones because I just, just what, no, you I'm just like, wanted, wait, do you know those kids that are kind of weird that only eat like a variation of bread and cheese? Like it's either mm-hmm. mac and cheese or like a grilled cheese sandwich or, you know, that yeah. was me. I only ate bread and cheese and I've actually come back around to that as like <laughs> oh, these days. Life comes full yeah. circle. But it's like mozzarella on like ciabatta. Do you know what I mean? So sure. it's, 
It's not elevated. Reddit. It's elevated. Exactly. Yeah. You put, did you put apple on there? An apple on a grilled cheese Occasionally. Is, oh. when I Yeah. Occasionally. Or is that too much sugar? Well, the thing is, I get it from Starbucks. So <laughs> I don't think I've made my own sandwich in quite a long time. Oh, you got to try it. They're great. They're really fun. Really? Oh, yeah. It's like a game you play against food. Yeah. And you win. Mm-hmm. I remember even there was a time when I would just get the frozen. They'd have frozen sandwiches in the supermarket. And now I look back on that. I can't believe I bought a frozen sandwich to put in the microwave. I didn't even, I couldn't even make my own sandwich. That's so pathetic. <laughs> you know what? Those were the times we lived in. We were all getting microwave food. Yeah. Oh. Nobody I, knew. Nobody knew back then. Yeah. Like microwave magic, which were French fries that came in a box oh. and you would just open it. Yeah. It was like a box of cigarettes, but it was filled <laughs> with French fries and you put it in and microwave it and then you'd eat the French fries and you would think to yourself, these aren't very good French fries, no. but they are French fries. <laughs> they, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna yeah. eat them and and just shut up about it and and have a good meal. Yep. Oh, oh well, like, I'm gonna have. You're, no, you're not gonna have a good meal. You're gonna have a technically accurate meal. <laughs> barely. Yeah. A just barely accurate. Because if you put cheese on it, then it's protein, and that's that's Ooh. literally how I would justify that stuff. It's so bad. It's part of that pyramid, right? Oh wait, I have a really good one. I used to eat Amy's mac and cheese, and I would buy a little bottle of truffle oil. Oh, I would put dear. truffle oil to in fancy it, it and put it on a plate, <laughs> and then it was truffle mac and cheese. I mean, I'm joking. What? I was. I thought it was so clever. <laughs> how how much thought did you put into the plating? Like, was it like I need to arrange it? It was like dump it, messy pile, <laughs> yeah. truffle oil on I top. Didn't, it wasn't for Instagram. It was to make me feel like not a terrible garbage person, <laughs> like a garbage bag. <laughs> Full of frozen Amy's meals. <laughs> Which is the healthiest of the unhealthy yeah. meals. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That is true. Now I just have an image of you eating a lean cuisine, but with like a gilded fork. Yeah. It's like, look, if it's going in, it's going in fancy. Yep. You just pull, you just lift the dome and it's a McRib underneath. <laughs> Dinner is served. Once a year, this comes around. So fancy. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Drive-Thru person, could you put these white gloves on and then hand it to me? <laughs> it turns into but I, but I always took pride in that I never ate fast food. I never went to the McDonald's, but the, the frozen meals, that was oh, my home. Yeah, Those McDonald's cool. is my weakness. Yeah. And it is dangerous having one five minutes drive from here. Oh, yeah, right. it's so close. That's open 24 hours a day, by the way. So... I'm a, I'm a pescatarian. I was a full vegetarian mm-hmm. for a couple of years, and apparently, literally nothing on the McDonald's menu is safe. Like even really? the ice cream. You, there's yeah. They put the, meat in the ice cream. Oh, they they don't know. They're like, no, I get. I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, <laughs> we, I don't like to think that they like because you know sometimes you'll see this facility also processes nuts. Yeah. I don't want to look on the ice cream machine and see this facility <laughs> also grinds the beef. May like, contain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be gelatin or something. I mean, they just kind of right. throw whatever chemicals they can in there to make it stick together. You yeah. Know? Well, so. all the machines are made of pig bones, and that's why everything <laughs> that's served has touched an animal. <laughs> They've been cursed by a voodoo. Voodoo priest. That's why they only open over graveyards. Every single McDonald's. A lot of people don't. They cut that out of the founder, but every single McDonald's is built over a graveyard. But you were talking about your history with video oh, games. Oh, yeah. That's right. And I immediately stopped well, you because of cereal. It all kind of ties in. All right. Because yeah. I'm a host, so this is my segue. Mm-hmm. But that's the kind of stuff that I would eat when I was playing video games. When I was like 19, I didn't really leave the house. I played 
this is kind of embarrassing for people who are listening. Um, I played a lot of Second Life. Are you guys familiar with this? Yes. Okay. I am familiar with Second Life. Is it still around? I Yes. Yes, it I is. I was thinking about this. I was driving downtown yesterday and just had the thought. I went, I wonder if Second Life is still around. I, You know what? We should come back to this. Okay. Okay, because I do want to talk about my Second Life days because those are some of the best days of my life but and also some of the worst. But we'll talk about that. <laughs> sure. Very dark days for me. But uh, So when I was a kid, I my mom didn't really let me play games. Uh, and my okay and then side note my my father who i love dearly um is kind of like beep boop hi my father i love you you know like that mm-hmm. kind of a father and yeah. he's really good wonderful guy but we never connected he's you know he's working all the time and um back in the day blockbuster would allow you to rent consoles do you remember those days yes you could rent you could an rent N64 the whole I remember renting an N64. Yep. But it was like a five day rental or something. It was. Or like a yeah. weekend yeah. rental. Yeah. It was yeah. A couple days. And then, um, so my mom got it for me and she saw my dad and I playing Mario 64 together. And she's like, all right, fine. So for Christmas, I got an oh. N64 and I got Zelda. And I remember opening Zelda. It was uh, Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at it. I'm like, this game looks like trash. Uh, and my mom's <laughs> like, it's got good reviews. And I played it and it was, it changed my life. I would come home and I would, I would sit on the, the pause menu and listen to the music and play like the ocarina songs and stuff, like the Bolero fi- of, of mm-hmm. Fire and the song Time. Um, so much so I even got a tattoo for it. Yes. Wow. Um, and my dad and I played Zelda together. We played Goldeneye and that's sort of my heart. Like I got to be the little boy he always wanted and we get to, we, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm being so mean to my parents. They're really wonderful people. Like they're, they're, they have flaws. All parents do. But of course. Yeah. Parents are, I, I love them. Um, so my dad, uh, so my dad and I have been playing games. We still play games like Breath of the Wild came out and that's kind of how we get to spend time together. And he comes over to my house once a week and we play through Breath of the Wild and it's our little bonding thing. So, um, so after, uh, after a couple years, I got an Xbox, um, after N64. I, I had the PS2. I had all of those consoles too, mm, but right. I'd sort of taken a break for a minute and I ended up getting an Xbox and it was, like the best thing ever because if do you remember getting your first console i do do you remember like when you would wake up in the morning and you go i can just go downstairs and play call of duty i can play or halo or whatever game that you you oh yeah like it's kind of like the sugar cereal thing like as soon as you move out you're like i can just eat sugary cereal all the time yeah 100 percent. but when you get your first console like i can just go on the internet and play this game with these people whatever i want and that was sort of my moment of like, oh, this is what I want to do. Like, I love doing this. Um, and so I qu- kind of went into games journalism. This is a really long uh, story. This no, is great, great because we our, our listeners need to know that you know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I, for the most part, you know, I, I, I think I, I would hope I do. It's kind of my job at this point. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I absolutely love it, and I've had every console since. And uh, I just my one of my favorite things in the world is just getting lost in a game because movies last an hour mm. and a half, and games can last as long as you want them to. Do you generally play online with uh, a community that you're playing with, or do you uh, like playing games solo? Oh, I mean, it depends, right? Mm. Because I love playing with my friends, and I get the most laughs out of that because you're just having fun and goofing around and Mm. playing Battlegrounds is one of it's like I mean when it first came out and there's all those glitches and you're just taking advantage of all like (laughs) the glitches in the game and it's it's so much fun. Um, So I'd probably say that's the most fun, but the it's a different experience for everyone because with role play games, you just get to be the person that you 
wish you could be like right. super badass hero, you know, um, and you get to go explore worlds that you wouldn't like mass effect. You're in the future in space, you know, mm-hmm. it's, and it's, it's amazing. You just can turn off this for a minute. I'm pointing at the window. Yeah. And then, uh, the, the listeners, <laughs> she's the not listeners. lying. <laughs> um, and then just be somewhere else. So you bring up a good point. Um, uh, uh, several of them. One right now that, that uh, it just occurs to me if we were, if we were doing this podcast mm-hmm. 15 years ago, maybe even a little earlier when I, I I'm, Old enough, uh, I'm older enough than you that my first console that we had in our house was an Atari 2600. Oh, dang. My first solo was an NES. Oh, wow. So I've been through mm-hmm. almost every, we didn't have an Odyssey, we didn't have a ColecoVision, uh, or an Intellivision, but, uh, you know, I've been through the, Not many I've seen people, the parade of that's time. That's a pretty rare. Yeah. 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 Where, the, where it looked I'd like a, a phone receiver. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You had to press number pad. Oh, like, sure. How do I play baseball? My grandmother had an Intellivision at her house and we used to go over and play Snafu all the time. Oh, wow. Which eventually just became the game Snake on your phone. <laughs> because that's how basic it was. It could be on a black and white screen phone. That's how basically Intellivision oh, was. Oh, that's funny. I mean, that's pretty. I mean, I remember Snake being pretty cool when you've got when cell phones were out. You're like, well, I don't oh, want yeah. the game. I don't want the phone that doesn't have a game on it yeah what use is this yeah i had a palm pilot trio i had a palm trio and i played uh yaw dice on it they didn't have a yahtzee uh license i played Ah. that was my game that i played on it was yaw Yaw dice Dice. wow they're they're not fooling anybody that they're just a (laughs) yahtzee ripoff if was it spelled y-a-h dice of course it was the beginning of yahtzee yeah really put the least amount of effort that's like that's like making the legend of zelda yeah. <laughs> uh, but all this to say, um, if we were recording this a couple decades earlier, I think it would be board games hand down. However, the video game experience has become so engrossing and so community building that a lot of the things that, that have been strikes against video games in the past no longer exist. So I mm-hmm. think it's mm-hmm. more of a fair fight now uh, than it ever has been. But let me ask you this. Is that engrossing nature of it problematic in any ways? I know that it is an amazing, magical, wonderful thing, but you mentioned Second Life, and I know that okay, uh, yeah. that Second Life is one of these things that people were just getting lost. I mean, maybe it's just because I'm an old man listening to the television reports that are like, people are butt-chugging, and then they're also <laughs> like... Uh, <laughs> They're like, if you're on Second Life too long, you'll vanish into a chair. Well, it's literally butt chugging, right? Because yeah. like one butt chug is fine, but like if you're butt exactly. chugging all the time, if you're spending 24 hours. It's not the butt chugging's fault. It's not, you know what I mean? It's it's literally that, you know. If you can have a, a glass of wine a night through your butt, you yeah. know, there's nothing wrong with sure, it. Sure, sure. But if you like go to the doctor and the doctor's like, man, you've been butt chugging too much. Yeah, this, it's <laughs> like you wake up and do it. You know what? Well, one, the first one's an Irish coffee. <laughs> one butt chug is too many. A thousand never enough. No. And that's the problem. So, yeah. Yeah. So for, for those who are unfamiliar, let's just with talk butt about chugging. Second Life. Oh, Second Life. <laughs> we all know butt chugging. Great. Please, Which I'm pretty sure you can butt chug in Second Life. You, of it's course a beautiful you can. place. Yeah. yeah. Why did, tell me. I, I only ever heard about it in dreams. All right. This is rated G, right? Yes. What, this is the, rated uh, G for for general audiences. All right. So bleep all of the – no. Um, <laughs> It's just one long bleep. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, Second Life was invented with the hopes that humanity would come together and 
<laughs> come together and create a beautiful world. You know, mm-hmm. just where, you know, the whole thing is user generated, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody creates their own world. They can buy, use actual money. You can, <laughs> your... uh, I, I have some stories, but I, 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 I want to hear your yeah. description. Then I'm going to give my description and we'll see that, that we're. Hell right now is the lady at the hair salon who knows that his friend is lying. Right. Oh, no. Hold on. No, she's – It's – they recreated Hogwarts and in incredible detail. And they've recreated – They like like a company would have done it or a user would have built like a perfectly detailed – And all the skins are user created and for you, skins are like uh, what you would put on top of – Thank you. Yes, your (laughs) avatar. So um, Avatar, wonderful movie. (laughs) Yeah, I mean – Technically, it's based off of like a game avatar. Yeah, yeah, because you plug in, and then you're in another world. Well, I'm familiar. Yeah. I'm familiar with all the concepts. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. I'm not, I know, but I never. I'm not quite assume. that remote. Yeah. Well, thank you. Like, I appreciate that. Assume nothing. Let's talk about Pizzagate. Um, no, uh, <laughs> no. So the it's it's a real you. They create incredible things, mm-hmm. but then what it ends up being filled with is not beautiful things because there's no real moderation in Second Life. Yeah. Um, and so. Basically, if you're into something real weird, there's a world for you there. Yeah. Like, I want to. Can I say? I'm. Yeah, you can tell you. You can. So, Gorian. Gorian. All right. Gorian is a. It's a series of books. I can't. It's mm-hmm. gore. Right. The world of gore, and mm-hmm. they create these beautiful lands. But in this world, and it's based off this the series of books. But all the women are slaves. Oof. No, I mean, yeah, but it's yeah. it's. Whoever's in there is doing it because they want to be it's there. Right, that's true. It's right. consensual. Yes. Community. It's a very consensual. Community. <laughs> it's role playing. Okay. Yeah. But they take it incredibly seriously. Like mm. very. I remember we. My role on Second Life and my boyfriend at the time we would play because he was on the other side of the country. So this is mm. how we connected. Um, we were griefers, pretty much. Do you know what a griefer is? I don't. I don't. So basically, you can grief by, you can ruin somebody's day by glitching out a server or like screwing, you know what I mean? You can, that's not fun. We would dress up in costume and show up to like a sex dungeon dressed as a hundred (laughs) Aladdins. And all have fun together. So you would try to ruin we would their what they were doing. Ruin their narrative. Like they Fair were enough. having a really good time and like and then we're but it was never in it was never supposed to be mean. But we didn't you, want to like actually ruin their day. But the Gorians, man, they were the worst. Because we would show up and like we would drive a school bus around. <laughs> and I just remember oh, no. it's all there they're you don't there's no anachronism allowed right that was yeah that was yeah. no yeah, so if you allowed. if you have a you world that a you enjoy band but we yeah. just i just remember my boyfriend i think i just ran over a guy with a cape like it was just, <laughs> <laughs> so we would just progressively get banned from more and more uh places just ruining role plays i have a really good story but it's a bit of a long one so maybe that's for another time but well uh all right so that was your first – that was your second life experience. Yes. I'll tell you mine because it had been around for a while. And at that point, I think people were reporting like people are making real money on this site. Yeah. Like because mm-hmm. it had its own currency mm-hmm. and then people would – somehow that the, the economic source of people, where people were becoming rich. And I wasn't showing up for the gold rush. I, it was just enough to go, all right, I'm now my curiosity's <clears throat> peaked. Mm-hmm. So I went in. It took me a half an hour to figure out how to do anything other than fly and be ignored by everybody else playing. <laughs> and then I went to like a weird neighborhood that looked like the set of an AHA video. 
where they were like, uh, hey, we're having an adult party next week. And I was like, oh, I wow. am not logging back in. I was well, wait, so were curious. You, I was, was curious. Were you not over 18? I don't understand. No, I was I was in my 20s. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's so fascinating. There's like a world where people like they, people like to be eaten by giant creatures like mm-hmm. that. They right. like that. It's, it's sexy for them. And there's a whole land where you can just go and be eaten by different things. It's crazy. The amount of work and effort that goes into these worlds is mind-blowing to me. Do you – when you're in Second Life, if you, you now you are going to these worlds, from where are you going? Like, did you, you had your boyfriend was on the other side of the country, yes. you said. Did you guys have, like, in Second Life, you, like, had a house together? Yeah. Or, well, we so had a clubhouse. That- well, actually, I think we had, like, a, our own private house, and then we had a clubhouse. So, like, if we wanted to get away, because we had a hundred people in our group. Oh, we had a okay. hundred griefing people that would follow us around everywhere. So you guys were just <laughs> mischief makers. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's. Yeah. We just, yeah. <laughs> It That's was so fantastic. much fun. It was so much fun. And it's still around. Second Life is still it's going. It's terrible. I, is it? I signed back in and it's just ads everywhere. It's pretty right. much abandoned. Uh, it's not it, – the frame rate is awful because I'm pretty sure there's no real support for it anymore. Right, right. It's just a disaster. But I still have those beloved memories. Did the – like did the the uh, dungeon that you went to or this, uh, this uh, other – these other worlds, are they now – have they been decaying? Like you go through now and you see them and the buildings themselves are starting to crumble I and – I think that they disappear – after you stop paying. Because I remember I was paying money. I was paying rent for mm. land. And it was a significant amount of money. But I also <laughs> I also would go strip. So not actually. You would just – the girls would go to the strip club. We would Wait take over a, a strip club. You click a little animation ball and you just dance around. And people just give you money. And you don't even have to do anything. You just literally leave your avatar there and like put on a cute little outfit. We don't go down full – it was right, not right, no, right. but not a full no, no, nude. You're not going to go no, full no, nude. No, no, and but we had there was also a jukebox which had access to every song that has ever been made, and we would just put on our music and just like sort of talk to each other and hang out, and people just give us actual money. I don't understand who is going to a strip club in Second Life. People in denial, probably. Also, because like. Uh, if you have a whole world of people that like, if there are people that like to get eaten, there is, your person is out there. I know. In Second Life. No, it's Who's true. into whatever you're into. Yes. So, ah, and people would pay you actual money. Yes. That is, that is. Make like five bucks. You could make like probably 20 bucks just hanging out on that ball and dancing. I picked the wrong career. <laughs> no, trust me. You know you didn't. <laughs> I'd still be there right now amidst you all could... of these vanished buildings. The building would have disappeared around me and it'd be like the white room and I would just still be up there. Yep. Dancing to the carpenters. That's right. <laughs> so I think that's the, the – not the dark side. Yeah. But maybe people who are opponents of, of video games and four board games might point at that and I, go. I, a good way to bring it back yes, to the topic. Right. So yes. you'd say, yes, there's community being built there because there is and yes. community around shared interests, whatever they may be. However, the, the entire basis of that community is masquerade. Mm-hmm. So you and I who could never have met before, but we meet on Second Life. We might become friends or roommates or whatever there and never actually know one another. We, but we could also know one another as well. Mm-hmm. I think for, from the, for the people on the outside, that, that's where it 
feel sketchy. That's this not is, what it is now. Mm-hmm. No. As a but person on the outside of video games, right. primarily, like I said, most of the video games I've ever played, I've cracked jokes about it, but it really is like I will bust out a Wii and play Wii Bowling every once in a while. Or I like watching buddies go through a game because I do think they're beautiful worlds, but whenever anybody hands me a gun in a game, I stand in a circle shooting it in the air because I can't figure out how to run around and Which shoot. Which can be just as fun. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, I... Uh, <laughs> Look, as a person who can't figure out how to do anything but that, I don't think it's exactly as fun. <laughs> it's minimum fun. The world there is, it's, the worlds are great. Um, but yeah, the community aspect that you, you mentioned like 15 years ago would have been different, but that do you normally play with strangers, uh, in a, you normally play with friends of yours? You have like, do you have like a bullpen of friends that all own an Xbox that, you all get on and play the same game at the same time at, at this, like a at this point, yeah. I okay. mean, for like for instance, we've been playing a lot of PUBG, which is PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, right? And that's sort of mm-hmm. a newer game for uh for PC. It's eventually going to come out on Xbox, but it's it's everybody plays it. Mm-hmm. Like everyone who has a PC plays Battlegrounds. That's what they're playing. Do you know what I mean? So right. when a new game comes out for them, it's not like we're dipping back into like three years ago and playing some Left 4 Dead 1. You know what I mean? So, right. oh, so people so, will, so it'll like, the zeitgeist determines yes. what games everyone is playing at a given time. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Because I figure like, if there's a game you like, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, two or three years old, you'll find someone to play with yeah. you. But all your buddies will be like, Oh, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'll I've, play I've that made, with you. I've, I beat it twice, but I'll play it with you. I've been I've been talking about Left 4 Dead too, but that's one of my favorite games, both Left 4 mm-hmm. Dead. So occasionally I'll make people go back and play it with me. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun game. Yeah. All right. I I made a bunch of friends playing Overwatch. Oh yeah. Uh, Ron Funches actually is the one who trained me how to play it. No way. Because I got it because other people had it and it seemed like fun. And then through him, I met a bunch of people. Now I have a group of like. 10 to 20 people mm-hmm. who I'll play. You know, we went from Overwatch playing that for a few years to Destiny 2. Uh, and then I play the basketball games and one of them plays basketball. So we'll play that together. So it's not like they've become – for me, it was new. I like to play – for me, gaming was always solitary because mm-hmm. I grew up with consoles that didn't go online. Right. And I didn't – you know, I played yeah, Warcraft. Yeah, the Sega CD doesn't have a modem on the back of it. Exactly. Uh, when I played Warcraft, it was just a game you played by yourself where you had a LAN party and other people played it. There was no you World of Warcraft. Warcraft? I played the first three Warcrafts. No and then when, when a social element was involved, you're like, no, thank you, and stop well, playing. It felt overwhelming. Yeah. And my experience yeah. with that or Call of Duty or uh, Medal of Honor, anytime I went on and played against people who weren't my friends, it, they were way better than I was and it wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. Overwatch was the first time where it was like – because the the goals in that game are different, you actually have to think when you're playing it's not just an fps exactly so everybody can first person shooter mark thank you yes so (laughs) sorry there's a collaboration and teamwork involved and it's not about your individual score so that then it clicked for me oh i see why people play this together Mm -hmm. and then it's more fun you know i'm a playstation guy it's more fun to have a party where six of your friends are on there and you're talking even if you're not playing the same games Mm -hmm. so i get the social aspect of gaming is now for me, caught up to board games. It has the the advantage of being instantaneous. I have to make plans mm-hmm. to go play games with someone. Right. Video games, you just get on and see who's there. I made some friends playing Left 4 Dead back in the day, and they are still friends of mine. But we were so close 
This is kind of embarrassing to admit. Please. We were so close that sometimes we would fall asleep on the phone together. Just the like three of us, we would just fall asleep on the phone together. Oh, yeah. I love that. So like the, you, yeah. the, the thing, I grew up here in LA mm-hmm. and I've had friends and I've had people that I were, that I thought were friends that turned out to not be so good at being friends. Right. Because I think that when, you know, you assume a certain amount when you're friends with a person, but you don't, it's harder to really get to know them, I think weirdly enough mm-hmm. here as opposed to in game where there's no pretense there's no like you're not you don't have a judgment there's no snap judgment you just know them based on who they are they don't have any reason to hide any aspect of themselves unless there's like a catfishing situation going on right See, and is forgive me that i don't know like any of this is are generally people because i the thing that scares me about playing video games in like an online like the idea of plugging in an Xbox and being like, who's online? Let's play a game is, oh, that is terrifying to me because I don't know how to play the games. And you say that's sort of an equalizer, mm-hmm. except to me, I would not feel at all equal because I wouldn't know what I was doing. Like, is it, what's the learning curve like for someone who is new to a game? Because with a board game, there's always that moment at the right. beginning where, you know, someone stands up and clears their throat and pulls out the little piece of paper and says, yeah. this is how this game works. Which, by the way, no one listens to that ever. You just start- Really? Because I'm usually the guy that gets up and reads it. No one's listening to me when no, I do that? No, one, no. no one's listening. The is that where they is- all have snacks when I look up from the paper? Mm-hmm. The first, the first, uh, basically it works this way. I don't know who the first person is to read the instructions and mm-hmm. understand it, but there's always one person who brings the game to a group of people and then they learn through playing, not right. through the instructions. Cause man, like, oh, you roll the thing and then you, this is in, a, in the video game world you're talking about. No, this is or do board, you mean games. board games. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, I'm, my ears just go, I just, it's like whoa, 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 the Snoopy te- the teacher yes. from Snoopy. I just don't hear it. <laughs> but, but once you start playing, you figure out that way. And I think with games, it's kind of similar. Um, a lot of games borrow mechanics from other games. So if you're good at one game, right. generally you're going to be better, good at a different game. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also, uh, the thing about multiplayer, a lot of them is you can do it anonymously. You just take your mic out and you just don't have to talk to anybody and just be bad at the game and keep failing until you start figuring out how to be good at it. Oh, that See, is that true. I love. Yeah. I did that. I did have one great experience uh, recently. A friend of mine had a virtual, re- virtual reality system. He had the Oculus Rift, which is online and it's like it's crazy detail. And this game is great. It's a cowboy game. I'm sure you've... Wait, seen this one. Um, I'm seeing if I can remember. I don't. It's a very detailed cowboy game, and I remember that my hand was a skeleton. <laughs> okay, I don't know that one. Okay, um, so I assume I'm also a skeleton. <laughs> that, that it may like have a been dream that you had. Yeah, I, don't... <laughs> I, yeah. I may have seen a billboard for the movie Coco, and I'm just having dreams about Dia de los Muertos. <laughs> you know, it's that that video game where it's the last day of school and you're naked and yeah. you're late for the oh, test. Yeah, yeah you, you know that video game. We said and you haven't read the script. And yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. And they say you're on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm playing this game, and it was online, and I'm playing with someone far away who nobody knew. It was a stranger, and uh, I got on, and clearly I don't know what I'm doing. And uh, the guy that I'm hearing in my ear goes, first time? And I went, yeah. He goes, okay, here's how it works. Uh, hold your hand out to do this. Swipe, swipe. Uh, gra- if you want to grab something, do this. Now you're set. And I was like, oh, well, awesome. Thanks. And he gave me just like a quick crash course. And it was people, really nice to me the whole time. The people in VR are generally a lot 
nicer. You're going to have better luck with those guys. Oh, because they're, because it's a new thing for everyone. Well, they paid $600 to get a headset. So (laughs) they, they, you know, I mean, they are, I feel like there's a responsibility. They have a sense of responsibility to, you know what I mean? To make that a pleasant community. Yeah. Yeah. There's not like some guy who just stole an Xbox is playing Call of Duty and they're like, ah, your mom. Yeah. Dang it. That's all oh, you were Dang doing. It. Dang it. I'm sorry, but it wasn't even my No. What's great is It wasn't is, even my voice. What's it was <laughs> I was doing somebody else's voice. So it doesn't count, right? No, it doesn't count. It was okay. somebody else's sound. So, yeah. said it worse things cuz I've heard way worse things. True, yeah. It's, it's not like golf. You don't have to like get the fewest bleeps of any guess. <laughs> if you just search any video game and the word toxic on YouTube, oh yeah. It's oh. It, it is startling. Yes. Yeah. And that's Dirtily. why that would be that's an argument for building your bullpen of friends that play games yeah. and Absolutely. finding your buddies who are online. But and, I, I think as far as criteria, I think learning curve is a good one. How mm-hmm. easy are they to pick up? And I would say if you're not familiar with the, with a controller, it's going to take a while to figure it out because all, all the movement like figuring out how it all relates. For you and for me, who grew up with it, it seems like it's very intuitive. Yes, but mm-hmm. you can also learn that on your own as opposed to with a board game where you're going to have to learn with other people and if you can't figure it out, then you're holding people back. That is true. However, sometimes that you learn better. So I was on uh, Jonathan Colton's cruise. We were on the cruise oh, you last went, year. Oh, you did Joko Cruise. We did yeah. Joko Cruise uh, this past year, this past uh, spring. And I, I went and did um, Pat, Pat Rothfuss's world builders. He did a, a gaming thing. Right. They're like, will you be one of the celebrities? I was like, I think you're misunderstanding the term, <laughs> but yes, I will. <laughs> and I sit down at a, at a table where I'm assigned and they're playing a game called boss monster, which is a really fun card based game. And when I sat down and I was like, Oh, I've never played this game before. The eye roll of everybody else at that table was audible because they were not there to see who they were going to play with. They were there to play boss monster against one that happened with you and I at, uh, at another gig in, when, we were in San Diego for Comic-Con. Yes. And we got brought in to do something similar with uh, a Geek and Sundry thing. Yeah. I sat down at the table and the first thing I did was I was like, there are a few things that I am on and have done. And if you have not seen those, I apologize because I am ruining your game right now. (laughs) I have no idea how to play this. You're going to spend the whole game explaining to me how this works. And then you're going to hate me in an hour. I did that one too. I did, did you that, do that one, one. Not that. What game was it? I can't remember. It was um, like a Sherlock Holmes game. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm sorry. I have no idea what this is. I did. We all had the same, same yeah. experience, which is real. That's yeah. funny. So like, if you're going to do one of those games with celebrities, uh, you know, call Robert Downey Jr., man. They're just going to be starstruck that that guy's sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I will say that like they taught me and I was able to pick it up pretty quickly. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. at, at the end of the day, the, the you you can make sense of the logic and what everything does a lot easier. Yeah. I think it's I think it's easier to pick up a mm-hmm. board game or tabletop game, even though there are ones that are hideously complex. Yeah. I played the Game of Thrones uh, board game with Travis McElroy, who invited me over just to play. I do not watch the show. So it made no sense. I did not understand the game and lost. We're literally there's two of us that don't really watch the show. Uh, yeah. Three. Oh, hey, we're all I'm, in one apartment. That's I'm, crazy. It's really weird. I'm like three episodes <laughs> in. I was like, I should really watch that show. Wow, there's a lot of people getting their heads cut off. Wait, but that's his sister. Yeah. Oh, yep. this. Th- I'm not sure this show's for me. Ooh, dragons. Yeah. So I'm kind that of that was my experience. I'm exactly. hot and cold about the show. And then I got I got shamed enough that I started. I picked it up again, and then I fell off again. I keep like getting yeah. back on and falling off. So um, 
I'll get there eventually. Well, speaking of picking up and falling off, we're going to fall off right now of video games and take a quick commercial break. And then when we come back, we will delve more into board games. Hey, everybody. This is Hal. I'm here to let you know that We Got This is supported in part by HelloFresh, the meal kit delivery service that delivers your favorite recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy for less than $10 a meal. All the ingredients come in handy meal kits, so you know right away which ingredients go with which recipe. They offer a wide variety of recipes that change weekly. Classic plan, veggie plan, and family plan. HelloFresh offers Hall of Fame, premium, and kid-tested recipe selections. Now, I have to tell you, I work a super busy schedule, and it is so easy to have pre-measured ingredients that I can just mix together to make a great meal. It's turned out great every time I've made it. I can't recommend this service enough. And even if you don't uh, have a super busy schedule, schedule like mine, it's still nice to learn how to cook things by having everything actually portioned out properly. So check out HelloFresh, and for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter promo code WEGOTTHIS30. No spaces. WEGOTTHIS30. Go to HelloFresh.com. Oh, sorry about that. Just had to dispatch some goons real quick. Hi. I'm April Wolf, lead film critic at LA Weekly, and when I'm not kicking butt, I'm hosting the new Maximum Fun podcast, Switchblade Sisters. Do you love genre films? Do you love female filmmakers? Do you love discussions on craft? If your answer is yes, you'll love Switchblade Sisters. Every episode, I invite one female filmmaker on, and we talk in depth about their fave genre film and how it influenced their own work. So we're talking horror, action, sci-fi, fantasy, bizarro, and exploitation cinema. Mothers, lock up your sons, because the Switchblade Sisters are coming for you. Available at MaximumFun.org or wherever you find your podcasts. What's up? I'm James, the co-host of Minority Corner. And look at that! The other co-host of Minority Corner. Girl, guess what? What? We just hit our 100th episode. What? And what do you think is going to be in store for the next 100? Probably some more feuds with Jennifer Hudson. And I'm telling you. We'll probably do more investigative reporting, too, like we did with the Kodak and their racist film. Not to mention exposing the truth, like how we did with the ugly history of the Texas Rangers. But we always lighten the mood with a splash of pop culture. Olivia Pope's new wig. Have you seen that? It's popping. Just like your lip gloss. And Janet Jackson. And you know we like to put our nerd glasses on and talk about things like marvel it's true that's it (laughs) (laughs) i don't speak about dc (laughs) but you just did all from a perspective that's black queer and ladylike so come on over and learn laugh and play and join the corner it's a lot of fun i'm having fun right now (laughs) (laughs) minority corner all right we're back so we started to segue away from uh, away from video games into board games via the avenue of one of the criteria we are using, which is the learning curve. I think that's a great one that popped mm-hmm. up. Yep. Um, so let's talk about your experiences as a board or tabletop gamer. Is it okay if I say board tabletop is such more of a sure? Word. Yeah, I mean it's bo- they're the same. Great, I would say they're the same. Um, I have a pretty, I had pretty much no experience originally. Um, and then I went on tabletop, and Will taught me. Uh, God, I already forgot the name of it. It was like a card game, but it was I wouldn't mm-hmm. even call it necessarily a board game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sort of had my eyes open to this world of tabletop games, and and so uh, I working at Machinima, which is where I work. Um. Uh, the, I was, I got brought onto the show called ETC Party Time, which happens every Thursday at 4.30, depending on the 
thing, but it's it's basically we stream board games and mm-hmm. we and so and no one ever sits around and learns how to play it. So we're just thrown onto the stream and they're like, "Well, we're gonna figure this one out," you know. But and- that is such a service you're doing, based entirely also on what you said before of. You don't want to hold anybody back by learning yeah. a board game. You can sit in front of a machinima screen and uh, and watch people learn how to play this game. Yeah, and also it's funny because people will tell you if you do something wrong. They mm-hmm. will they will tell you a lot and loudly. But uh, it's good it's good to have that sort of feedback because then we go, oh okay, well this is something we we did wrong. Um, so we've been playing a lot of board games. We played Zombicide. Uh, we've been playing a lot of Secret Hitler, which is one of my favorite. Oh my games. gosh! So it's great. a really simple, e- so you know the game. Oh yeah, it's real simple, simple to learn, and it's just hilarious. And there's a lot of screaming at each other and and throwing accusations around, and you find out how good your friends are at lying and whether or not you can trust them. Um, but then I also recently just played, it's funny because a week ago we were supposed to do this and, and so I sort of prepared my, myself. My apologies. Yeah. I was sick last no, week. No, no, I, no, no, no worries. Stop so rubbing I, it in. No, no, it's good that was a, that was a rough day for me too. So I'm like, yes, Mark is sick. This is so good for me. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. I was also glad just in general. <laughs> oh, thanks, Hal. You know, it, it makes you healthier. Ooh. That's mm-hmm. true. I feel so much better. Yeah. By comparison. <laughs> Please continue. Yes. So, um, I, I was sort of leaning more, I'm, I lean more towards video games, of mm. course, and I probably will at the end of the podcast, but my friend Brian came over and he brought Mansions of Madness. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the coolest things that I have ever played. Um, it, you use an iPad as well, and the iPad will so, sort of tell you the story, and you, the board pieces are all interchangeable, and you can just buy a new DLC kind of thing. So it's almost like a weird mashup, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's a board game, and it is so immersive, and it's so much fun, and it's just, and you can play characters if you want to play characters. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, like, you can kind of have a very similar experience with board games that you would have with video games. You just have to play it with other people. And so it kind of comes down to right. whether or not you like people, really. Yeah, if you like people being <laughs> yeah. in the room or just in your ears. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, now, the, board games have had – because when I think of board games, I think more of classic board games. That's my world that I love. Like, I, I have my Risk and I have my Scrabble and I have my Clue. And we had Maureen Johnson on to talk about those already. But we're it feels now like we're leaning more toward – this new renaissance of board games Absolutely. that's happened in the last yes. decade, which uh, maybe more than a decade, but the first I remember hearing about it was around the time of pandemic. No, um, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. pandemic was one that blew up. And then you mentioned the game of Thrones game. I remember playing the Battlestar Galactica board game, yeah. which was just as complicated. Uh, the, the instruction manual looked like war and peace. And my cousin had read it and told me every bit of it. <laughs> That took longer than playing the game did. Um, but yeah, this, this sort of resurgence of games, uh, has really been fun. Do you have, do you have favorites among those? I mean, Cards Against Humanity is, oh no, is the one that everyone knows. You know what I mean? It feels like everybody knows Cards Against Humanity is the one everyone knows. Try playing it again. Uh, it's, it's, it's so topical. We tried to play it on ETC again for the first time in Mm -hmm. years and you're just like, oh, oh, ha, ha. The big black beep, you know, like you go, oh, that's so funny. It's, you know, it's just not. Right. It's that's not why funny yeah, you have to get expansion. You have to get, yeah, yeah you were sure. Even packs, new cards, yeah. The, the new one is Jackbox, Jackbox Party Pack. The Jackbox, I was just going to mention those. That feels like the new outgrowth from that world also uses, um, do you, are there card based versions of these Jackbox games? Because I no. play, uh, I'm a huge fan of Quiplash. Ah, oh, Quiplash is sure. so good. Quiplash is well, my Quiplash. new favorite game. And yeah. I will play, I actually had a regular night 
with my friends in New York. I just moved back in July and I had a regular night with uh, some friends in New York who are all smarter than me. It is a college professor, a, uh, a freelance journalist, a novelist, uh, like it was all very smart, fancy pants people that are all my dear friends out there. And I miss that game. I love that game. And so I will play remotely. Uh, because oh, it's, cute. because all you have to do is go online yeah. and, uh, use your phone. You go into, for those who don't know how this game works, there is a main interface, but then you use your own personal cell phone connected to a web browser to play the game. Yeah. So it was just, I was getting constant, you know, screen grabs texted to me. Eventually they'll figure out a way where you can see that. Third yeah. screen. You have to use Twitch. I, you have to stream it. You have yeah. to stream. Oh, you can, you stream, can stream the game it, on Twitch. And then also audience can join, but I kind of think that, we might have already just solved this, right? Because I think... The hybrid? <laughs> yeah, well, that's... The thing is, board games are fun, and Cards Against Humanity is fun. Mm-hmm. But it's not as fun as being able to type in your own answer. Yes, that's the beauty of Quiplash, why I love it so much more. And shout out to our friends, Max and everyone, if you're listening at Cards Against Humanity. We love you guys, and we had a blast playing with you on the boat. Um but there is something about being able to write your own yeah, no, in the and moment. And by the way, I feel terrible for saying that. Because oh, no, no, I, no, no, no. I, I played so much Cards Against Humanity, yeah. and it could be that I just played it to death. Well, oh, so did yeah. we. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not trying to start a fight no. between you and Max. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there is a flip side to that. Like we, the three of us are creative, and we probably enjoy writing that stuff. The same mm-hmm. reason why if we were to play Scattergories – it would be like who can come up with the most creative answers for this rather right. than right. actually trying to get it. There's no Harvey Weinstein card, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. you can make it. Come but soon. Stuff happens so I'm just fast. Saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the victims of the new cycle. Yeah. But I think there are some people who are frozen by that, who mm-hmm. don't like the people mm-hmm. who would play Pictionary and be like, I, I'm not good at drawing. I don't, I, I don't know. And then there's humor in that mm-hmm. as opposed to, all right, write a joke. Yeah. You have no, to write right. a joke to play that yeah. game. That's, that is a good point. They, they don't just sell cards against humanity at the specialty game shops and comic shops like they do some of these yeah. other games. They sell it at Target now. Like that is, right. ev- that yeah. is everyone in the world can play. And also I think it's our job to, right. yeah. So yeah. like for me personally, I, I like being able to customize my own answers because mm. I'm like, oh, well, it can be topical. I can, you know, I can say words that you wouldn't be able to say. But, uh, but I think for maybe for the normies, <laughs> as we called them in the video game <laughs> sure. space, uh, it might be much less more, it might be less intimidating to mm. have pre-written answers to yeah. while uh while we're on the jackbox games uh that whole pack is pretty great there's a trivia game in there um there is have you played a uh trivia murder challenge no but we've been playing mm-hmm. the fourth the fourth version. oh i haven't gotten the, the, the jackbox inter- four yet yeah the internet game is real fun Ooh, oh, I, I don't, what is the you internet just, game you ruin your friends it's hilarious so basically it's kind of complicated <laughs> to try to, mm-hmm. to try to explain it it's one of those things where you have to learn how to play but sure. by playing um but essentially the game will ask you a question, you answer it, and then it switches it up so everybody sees that somebody else's answer, and you have to write a headline that makes that look stupid, right? So, like, th- they wrote a comment, and you write the headline for that comment. Ah. And they have different versions There was a that. t-shirt version of that, the t-shirt samurai or something like that on one of these jackpot. It was, you draw a picture, and then another person yes. gets uh, to write a quote, and then that quote gets... It's a but lot all of, of that. these feel like they're variations on classic 
board, board games. games. It's like sure. like sitting around playing yes. charade, not charades, um, celebrity well, or you don't know Jack. Essentially, the original game oh, was yeah. you were right. on a game show. Yep. Yeah. You were on a crazy game show. It was really well written. They have the same guy doing the voices. Yeah. yeah. It's so. I, I mean, it, very clever, very well done. But like, I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm just getting back to board games. Mm-hmm. That's what we were talking about. And this is not a segue at all. I just want to talk more about. No, let's games. talk more about. We okay, got. Well, it was also, a bit of a tangent. Yeah. There's something we haven't really touched on, which is uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Like sure. that's a that's tabletop a, game. That's a question. Do we see? Uh, to me, it that feels like, more like Dungeons an and Dragons, Pathfinder, uh, the Star Wars role playing game I played yeah. as a kid, Marvel. Mm-hmm. Like those feel like their own. Wor- like that would role playing games feel different to me than oh, well, sitting down to do Settlers of Catan right. or play Axis and Allies for five days as we reenact. World War Two. There's a lot of like, <laughs> let's World War Two, World War One. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like maybe it'll be different this time. We'll play diplomacy, and I'll be the Ottomans, and we'll win. <laughs> well, if you look at, I mean, it seems like a lot of these. That's where they came from, right? Yeah. They came out of yeah. chess. Comes out of figuring out military strategy and mm-hmm. thinking about the whole board and. Um, and so there's is just for dumb people, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I and always, then, pre- for the record, I always prefer checkers. Yeah, sure. A lot less stress. Sure. Is a, is, and King Me is yeah. way more fun to say than check. Yeah. Is yeah, Othello so. slash Reversi mm-hmm. lower on the, on the ladder than checkers or higher on the ladder than checkers? Are you, checkers is just, you move it diagonally or right. you, you know what I mean? There's yeah. no, I mean, I played rever- – is it is it Reversi or – I always thought it uh, – It's Othello, but it's called Reversi in some place. It's the same thing. You flip. I wouldn't be able to remember how to play it, to be honest. And yeah, I, I don't remember how to play it when I was a kid. Oh. Oh, we Checkers, should play it. I'll beat forget. both of you. Yeah. I, I, oh, sit, sure. I sit at the Cracker Barrel with my, my grandfather and we used to play Checkers. Yeah. yeah. Like that's it's – the, it's the everyman game. Yeah. Uh, but I used – these are the games I played a lot. When I was in college, during the summer I would work and I I, I – closest friends were nice enough not to go out and do cool stuff they would come over and we would play monopoly i love monopoly for hours i oh, love monopoly, monopoly. makes always, me so angry yeah well that's the thing everybody somebody's mad at the end of it no yeah. matter what because, because monopoly is it feels like the whole point of monopoly and we talked about this i i, I think before it, the whole point of monopoly is Hey, dummy, look, even if everyone starts with the same amount, there's some ruthless jerk out there that's going to get lucky and sweep the whole well, board at the end. Yeah. Monopoly. Yeah. That's the I point. know that there will be a Monopoly. That's the point. <laughs> uh, I owned Monopoly, but I didn't own a dictionary, so I didn't get that until right now. So, I, like, board games, one time. Uh-oh. Oh, Hal has tickled not himself. Not my cousin, but my cousin's cousin uh-huh. was over. We were all playing so Monopoly. So you. Come on. No, no, no. Okay. This is an this is an independent cousin. Okay. Who got so upset he left. And I thought it was the funniest thing on earth that he'd been so upset by a game of Monopoly that he left our house, yeah. got in his car and drove home. The anger you get in board games is always directed at someone else. Oh yeah. I'm mad at you cuz you did something yeah. that messed up my game. In video games, I feel like I get mad. I mostly get mad at myself. But then, then that goes sideways and I'm like, maybe it was somebody else's fault that we lost the thing. And maybe if they had done A, then B wouldn't have happened. True. I guess I lose so much in team games that yeah. I don't – you know what? I'm When we're playing Battlegrounds, Sh- Shibby, who's our, usually our team leader, does like they, – they do blame 
I don't blame yeah. people when right. I'm playing because if I lose, I don't care. Now, do you sure. there's just another round? You know what I mean? But weirdly enough, I get more mad at board games because I think well, they're not cooperative for the most part. Like mm-hmm. Mansions of certain games are Mansions of Madness or yeah, cooperative. And, uh, Pandemic also yeah, a cooperative game. But for the most part, the board games, if we're taking out like D&D and all that stuff, like most of them are like, I'm going to beat you. Right. I'm going to be the winner. Are more yes. are more uh, video games cooperative than um, adversarial? Uh, yes and no. I mean, if you're on a team, like if you're playing with your group of friends, generally you're probably going to be on right. a team together. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But not if you're playing basketball against somebody online or uh, – You might be on a team with them, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, my friend and I, I will go to yeah. the playground in NBA 2K18 and we'll find a third person Aww. who my friend will be like, this person's probably garbage. Let's get off these spots. Let's go back in. And then we – together we blame the third person if we lose. <laughs> That's the well, they're terrible. Yeah. They weren't passing. But um, are you – my question for you, Chloe, is are you competitive? Uh, it, it yes and no. Board games, yes, because we're all on an equal playing ground. Mm-hmm. I think with video games, I never expect to be good because there are people who spend way too much time, or not too much, but way more time on one particular game than I do. I don't have the time to play Overwatch for 200 hours because right. I have to play a different game. So I expect mm-hmm. other people to be better at it than me. Because you do this professionally, like this is your job. Yeah. Do you tend to play like your friends that you play with, are they also huge gamers or is this other people that are your buddies that like they know that you're the one who does this for a career so you're the best one out of the group it depends i generally i play primarily with the people that i work with at machinima that's my my friend brandon winfrey and shibby and ian scott right we all work in an office together Mm -hmm. so we just sneak off and play games together um or i'll play with my friends that i met online Okay. So, I mean, I I would say I probably am mid-tier in all of those people. Like I'm definitely better than Brandon for sure. That's all <laughs> that's the most important thing. So, um interesting the way you put that cuz that this I mean, I'm I'm a board game guy, like I said. Um it feels like with board games that that's more of a thing where you can play with people who aren't exactly into that board game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where you sit around and play with people who that may not necessarily be their thing, but uh, but you're all sort of having this experience of this game together. Yeah. As opposed to plugging into an experience that you all know well yeah. and working through. I guess for me what it comes down to is um, because they're both community experiences. And I, I mean that's the point of a game, right, is to have fun and experience things with people, uh, at least now in video games it is. Um so is the is the community experience whichever for me whichever one has the better community experience is going to be the winner out of this. Well, is what it feels I mean, like. Yeah, it's true, but I also there's so much work that goes into building a video game. And there's a lot to that goes into balancing a board game, but when it comes to a video game, yeah, I mean there's so much work and and balancing multiplayer modes and you know like the, for me I think that's more beautiful the density generally, and the beauty of it yeah and community is fun like especially if you're having a drink couple beers and playing mm-hmm. board game is fun but then also you're committed to that game and you only really like if you're playing a proper board game like mansions of madness which is a two to three hour game right you're committed to that game right and you have to finish it because otherwise you just wasted entire night you right. know what i mean 
I found myself at 1130 on a, on a school night going, oh, my God, can this game yeah. please just end? <laughs> and in the case of Pandemic, uh, yeah. if you're playing Pandemic and it goes poorly, you're like, well, we just wasted three hours and oh, everyone yeah. on Earth is dead. Yeah, exactly. But there are short games. Like there's a great deck building game called Dominion. The first time I mm-hmm. played it was at a birthday party. And it, it took me one game to figure out what it was. And then oh, once wow. it made sense, I was like – I taught it to my wife 20 minutes before she had to take me to the airport. She beat me every time we played. I think I've beaten her once every time we played since then. Is it but we two got, player? It's it. You can play. It's two player. I think up to you could have a lot more with expansion packs. I think it's like two to six or eight. Mm-hmm. So th- there was th- th- like it was a quick. Ga- there, it's a quick game. Risk is not a quick game. No, no. Unless you're playing it on your iPad. Yeah, iPad Risk, it made me realize, oh, right, Risk is only a really long game because of all these tiny little pieces. Well, and also, like, if the three of us are playing, mm-hmm. we're, I'm going to make a deal with you on one border and I might make a deal with you on another. I never played Risk because I was so intimidated by how long it was. It is. Yeah. yeah try, if, you wanna, if you ever want to try to learn how to play Risk, the iPad version, you can play a game in 20 minutes. The, uh, really? Yeah. Because yeah, the, 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 the thing issue, that takes so long with that game is counting all, yeah. all these tiny little pieces. Yeah. The biggest issue for me is also finding other people who cared enough to play, to learn how to play Risk and spend like hours and hours playing Risk. Right. You know, and that was, I think, one of the other issues with board games is like a lot of the time people who really enjoy these types of board games, mm-hmm. um, they are generally homebodies for the most part. From my experience, we it's kind of hard to get. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm totally generalizing here, but right. me personally, like I play games because I don't want to go outside. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't right. want to go hike. Who wants yeah. to do that? <laughs> um, yeah, when so- you can hike – a mountain, yeah, and, and throw a ring into it from sitting on a couch. Yeah, or, there's probably yeah, a Lord like of the Rings game, right, guys? Set stuff on fire oh, with yeah. your hands, like you yes. know what I mean. That's awesome. Um, so I think when it comes to board games, to try to get people in one place at one time and to commit to that, mm-hmm. and then like you know what I mean, it's just more of an effort where you can just sit on the yeah. couch and i know that sounds so like cheap and it's all about like looking into somebody's no, eyes but and it, connecting it makes with sense. them but i don't like i connected more with people that i met online than i mm-hmm. did with the people in my high school i had no friends in high school all my friends were online friends so for me it's not that big of a deal to not be in the same room with somebody do you know what right. i mean so i would probably lean towards video games well you you made a great point too about the if their if their community experience is in many ways, close enough and similar enough. Um, two other criteria that that really seem important are the time that it went, the time that it took to create a thing that is... I've seen a lot of beautiful board games and card games with wonderful artwork on them. I've never seen any that looked like a blockbuster movie the way that some of these games look. Yes. They're absolutely beautiful. And access to them. Because we're lucky in Los Angeles, we've got, uh, you know, a... I've got a store right up the street that sells all of these crazy new fangled board games. But in in an online world, as opposed to a physical world, all you have to do is go online and click something, and you uh you downloaded the game. You don't even have to have friends. You can play yeah. video games, and you don't have to have friends. But like board games, you have to have people that are that trust you enough to come to your house. Yeah, and right. you know also, I mean? and to play that. Or you trust them enough game. to go to theirs exactly and yeah. sing the song saying who you are and what. <laughs> Your addresses and that's how you tell up. people. Yep. Uh, that's how do t- you tell people to come over to your house to <laughs> yep. play a board game? Exactly. Um, does it sound like we may have an answer then? I think so. 
I have a two. Knowing that that was already the answer. I mean, if we're not including Dungeons and Dragons, which is like the best kind of board game where it's really immersive, right? Then you know, I have a tattoo for a D and D game, and I have a tattoo for a video game. So. So you do you, you straddle both yeah. worlds. I do straddle both worlds. And I have this I, I have this uh full board of sorry tattooed on my shoulder. <laughs> yeah. And dice on my wrist. If you roll them just right, you can go all the way around the board and into home. And I'm having my right ear replaced with the spinner from the game of life. Ooh. You can get you get a pop-o-matic bubble for the other one? That's what uh-huh. I was thinking. No. <laughs> Boy, that would be madness. Oh yeah. But I also kind of want to do it. No. All right, I won't. <laughs> you definitely don't want people Fine. hitting you in the side of the head all day. <laughs> That's true. I don't. Yeah. Hey, you have a Pop-O-Matic bottle? Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> no. By the way, I meant to say bubble, but it came out Pop-O-Matic butthole. <laughs> oh, bring uh, it back. My apologies. <laughs> back to the butt. Back That's the right. Butt. I'm butt chugging through my Pop-O-Matic butthole. How bring us home. People of the world, uh, look, I'm six feet. I'm not in great shape. I'm trying to get there. The Weight Watchers is going slowly, but I at least I'm counting the points. I enjoy basketball very much. I'm just this is what I'm going to relate it to. This is this isn't what takes it over the edge, I, but I, I, I love playing basketball, episode. like actually playing basketball. I love doing it, but I will never be a seven foot rebounding center for the Philadelphia 76ers in real life. However, tonight. I could go home, Chloe. I appreciate that face of hope. <laughs> we were both yeah. the face. Maybe you yeah. can, well, you know. But I can go home and turn on NBA 2K18 and finish my rookie season, we were... where I'm leading the league and rebounding, and then meet my friends in the park and go play. Doesn't mean I shouldn't go outside and play as well. Now that I'm saying it, I just am sad for me. Well, hold on. <laughs> we were the generation of kids that were told they were special all the time, right? Yes. Yeah. This is true. Anything can happen. I'm an only child. I was. I wanted me for too. nothing. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. Yeah, who knew the only children were going to pick video games? (laughs) But socially, like, my best friends to this day, we still talk about and play games together. Yeah. Uh, Playing Contra in the middle of the night with John or Street Fighter with Jesse, like, doing all those things. That was a way that we built community together. So the, the knock on video games, it doesn't really exist anymore the way that you think it does. So you should give them a chance. Yes. Should you play board games? Heck yeah. You should get a group of people together. Go to meetup.com or go to your local uh, board game gaming J-Date. store. Go Plenty to J-Date. Fish. Plenty of fish. Uh, okay, Cupid. Okay, Cupid. Wait, these dating apps have board game settings? Sure. Farmergamersonly.com. <laughs> Just go there and meet somebody that you can play games with. However, with video games – Chloe points out the community is always there. If you go online, somebody is playing the game you are playing and you have a chance to meet them. I've made friends through through gaming. A, f- a friend of mine, Jason, who lives in, in Austin, Texas, who who we met playing Overwatch. Then I was in Austin doing a Night Vale show uh, and I was there for the day and he came and met me and we went and had lunch. I met his mother and it was like we've known each other for long enough that it wasn't – it was uh, shocking for a second that like, oh, we're actually sitting – we're in the same city, yeah, sitting in a car together. Yeah. But then it was like, I, for me, it was like, this is we're friends. Yeah. This is a normal way that people make friends now, and I think we overlook that. Uh, and, and that's that I think is sort of the deciding factor in this. And that this is, is a why. really long decision. <laughs> I chapter four. <laughs> what are we going to say? Okay, so this is what I wanted to say. So I actually just made a show. And it's uh, called Co-op Connection. I'm not sure how much I can say about it, but I'm just mm-hmm. going to say it anyway. Um, it's a show for Facebook. Um, but essentially, 
it's based off of that idea where it, it have you have you guys seen the dating show or the dating game back in the day like it mm-hmm. was a, yeah. a bachelor and three bachelorettes it's the same thing but they're playing a co-op game together they can't see each other they just can only talk via headset and play a co-op uh-huh. game together and they can sort of get an idea of what the other person is like to to be with because like if you're playing a co-op game like Borderlands they're stealing all the loot not sharing any with you or if they're running ahead not taking care of, you know what i mean like yeah. i think it's kind of a cool way to determine if this person could be a cool mate you yeah. know do you think so you oh. think life jerk game like game jerk life jerk I mean, yeah, I think in some ways, yeah, because you, it really does say a lot about a person if mm-hmm. they are just hoarding all of the stuff and then you have nothing or if you're yeah. getting attacked by a hunter and left for dead and nobody's there to shoot it off of you and you're screwed, you know, somebody who's got your back in a game, you know? All right. But there you go. And there, that is why video games are better than board games. Video games win, but play, play all games. Play yeah. games. Let's games spread win. Game playing. Games. For me, Quiplash. Yeah. Wins. Asked Which is kind answered. of a mix of both. It's a mix. Yeah. You Sorry. can find a mix of both. I didn't mean to talk over your asked and I said asked and answered, and I meant it, young man. This Thank you, Caleb, uh, for emailing us this question. Yes. Uh, this one is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss, so please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets, or check out the Maximum Fun subreddit, or... You can email us at wegotthispodcast at gmail.com, just like Caleb did, or go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash We Got This Podcast. Chloe... Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you have the game coming up. Where else do you want people to go? What should they be looking at, watching? Uh, you can check you? out uh, my Twitter. It's at Skydart, S K Y D A R T. I should know how to spell it by now. There should be a song. I know, right? S K Y D A R T. And this is her address. Twitter. Maybe not that part. The code to my game is one. It's my parents' house now, so have fun with that. Uh, yeah, so there'll be more information about like the co-op connection dating show that I did, which is my baby and I've wanted to make for years. So I'm happy. That's well, congratulations on getting Thank it you. done. That's, That's awesome. very cool. When Thank does it, when does it, can you tell us when it comes out or? Is um, this... supposedly, hopefully in December, uh, mid or late. We're still figuring it out, but Excellent. it should be out pretty soon. And then also you can friend me on Xbox and PlayStation and Steam. I'm, this is my end zone. So maybe we could play some games together and make friends. All right. I'm going to friend request. We'll see. We'll see if I get accepted or not. <laughs> we'll see. So be the big test. We'll see about that. <laughs> I will not get accepted because I just ruin everything. <laughs> well, thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. Thank you always to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman, for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, our listeners, for giving us this chance to sit down and talk about games. Games are the greatest. We all love games. We all play them. We all want to play them more. Uh, we wish we were playing a game with you right now. Maybe we are. Maybe you're listening to this while you are playing games, uh, with these two, not with me. <laughs> I'm, 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 I haven't jumped on yet. I will. Uh, this is, this has made a convert out of me. Um, thank you. Thank you for listening to the show. Uh, for Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Agliardi. For Mark Agliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We got this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.